Okay. Zug the Mishnah. Good morning. Uh, good morning, everybody. Memchesamid base. The bottom of the bottom of the Omid, three lines from the bottom. We're starting with the Mishnah. Shor Shem is Kavan Lakaveray. Ashur had intent to damage his friend, meaning another Shor. The interesting thing that it's called Khavero over here. There's a there's the Eben Ezra. The Eben Ezra says in the Torah on the Pasuk, Ki Yigach Ish Eshor Re'ehu. So the Eben Ezra says, if a person's shore kicks the shore of his friend, so the Eben Ezra says, Re'ehu is only Shayach by people, by human interrelations. It's not Shayach by a shore to have a human relationship of Re'ehu. So therefore, yet this Mishnah seems to be somewhat contradictory because the Mishnah calls him Shor not Shor Shachavei, Shor Shachavei, he wanted to kick another Shor, and the Mishnah does call him as Chavei. So slightly, maybe there's a difference between Chavei and Riei. Now we know there's Aloha, two men are fighting, the Pasuk says, the Torah tells us, two men are fighting, and inadvertently one of them whacks the pregnant wife of the other one, did not mean to hit her, even if did not mean to hit her, certainly if he meant to hit her, as long as she doesn't die, because if she dies, then it's a come like the He didn't mean to die. She, he, she doesn't die. He has to pay the Dmei Valadis. The children, she miscarries the kids. So she has to pay, the, he has to pay the value of the children. So the Allah is, that's only a person who hits. A sure hits a woman meant to hit, and the truth we'll see in the, later on, doesn't matter if he meant to hit another shore, or even if he meant to hit the woman, why? Because we learned because the Pesach says, Bala noki, the extra Bala noki, he doesn't have to pay for the Mevelodis. <clears throat> so therefore, she miscarried, she's putter from paying the, for the value of the children. What about the uh, human being who's mischavented his friend? That is the case the Pasuk is talking about. And therefore you pay the value of the children. <clears throat> so the Mishnah case of Mishalim Dmei Veladis. Why isn't it killing? A human being is dying. It's a human being. A fetus is not a human being, especially in our Allah. I know you want to be, you want to be very right and you want to be very Republican. No, the other way around. The woke say it's even after it's born, you can do what you want. But but we know in the Torah it's not that way. Until the child comes out, until Mamish the last minute, it has it's certainly not. You know, and question mark what it is. Don't want to get into the question of abortion, but but the Torah is quite doesn't see life as starting until Yotopatchasa, right? The guy who was fighting it doesn't have to be his wife, doesn't right? I used it, uh, yeah, right, very good. It could even be his friend, his, his significant <laughs> other. Uh, Mechel, does Gemite know you make these uh, these things about only the wife? You see, it's Nish Nordia, okay. Zuk the Gemara. So, Adam Shem is Chamekis of Yosem Mishal Bevelade. So, now the Mishnah says, How do you evaluate the pay? The loss over here. Kate Sab Mishalim de Mevelodis. So the mission is Shamanis Isha. We estimate Kami Yofachlo Yolda. How much was she worth when she was a pregnant woman with about to give birth? The Kami Yofa Mishalda. And how much less she's worth now once she's barren, not once she gave birth and you have the children there, but once she miscarried the children and now you don't have. So that would be the difference of what it is. Of course, also a woman, if you're going to sell her as a Shivcha, how much would she be worth if the guy, the buyer, knows, here, I got a pregnant woman. How much would it be worth? I have a barren woman who just miscarried. What would be the difference? If so, when a woman gives birth, she becomes Meshubach. We'll see what the Gemara, the Gemara, Rashi says, Mefarish Begemara. Joey, top of Memtesa Medalev. If Rashi says Mefarish Begemara, we certainly have to have the patience to wait to see what the Gemara will say. Elo Shomen, Rab Shimgim Liel says, Shomen es Havlodes Kamehen Yofen Benois Medal. We evaluate how much the children would be worth, not looking at the mother, at the woman as a pregnant woman or non pregnant woman. Just look how much those kids would be worth, how much fetuses are worth, how much would you pay today for a fetus? 
that that would be after, so therefore, and that's what you pay. The main lobal, now the Mishnah says, Joey, if you don't mind putting yourself on mute, sorry, and if there's no uh, husband in play, then then you give the money to the Yarsham. In other words, the church kicked the woman. There's no, there's no, uh, the husband, there's no husband, because the Pasuk says you give the money to the husband. In this case, there's no husband, you give it to his inheritors. We know a shivcha that was got free or a giyaris, and not so matter a giyaris, even a basisrol that married to a ger. The point is, if he's the ger, he has no inheritors. He's a cotton shenoyladama. So if he has no kids, if he had kids already once he became a ger, then of course he has inheritors. But if he doesn't have kids from before, so now the husband dies, there's nobody there. So the Owner of the ox is off scot free. Why? Because Nechse Ger is Hefker. So he says, I'm Zeichem. I'm already holding the money. The money I was supposed to pay, I'm immediately Zeichem in a Hefker, and therefore I don't have to pay. Zuk Rashi. Hoysa Shivcha Benishtachra. Kaloimer. Hoysa Meshucherres. The woman was Meshucher. Oi Giyaris. Nesua Leger. The key thing is she's married to Ger. Oi Leevid Meshucher. Orton Evid Meshucher. And Rashi speaking, because typically that's what happens. Like I mentioned before, typically the two men were fighting. Bang, the pregnant woman is the wife of one. So Rashi says, usually when you do a shidduch, uh, a eved or a ger marries a giyaris. A shukha marries a shukharis. It was before the woke ages. The enlobal and shemeth. And now the husband's not around because the ger died. Then potter is the guy's potter pay. Why? If somebody's holding the property of a ger when he dies, and this guy, since he hasn't paid yet the money to Balashar that he's supposed to pay, he's the first one to be Zoycha. Yes, there's money that I have that should go to the ger. The ger died. He has no Yarshim. The money automatically goes to me. So Rashi says, Rashi says, why does it say it was the Shifcha and she got freed? Rashi says, should have been and she was the free. Why does it say Benishtachra? So Rashi says, it's only we're talking in a case where she doesn't have kids from him yet. Because if she has kids from him, then the kids would inherit and this guy would still have to pay. She just got freed. So since she just got freed, she didn't have a chance yet to have other kids. She's only pregnant. She just got freed. This is her first pregnancy she's having since she's freed. The dying like her love, but therefore, and the Rashi says again, the the key aspect over here is. That's usually the way the Shaduchim happen, and therefore that's what's mentioned over here, but not everything. Michael, top of Memtesa Medalev. Okay, Zugdi Gemara. The Mishnah started off and said a shor that had intent to damage another shor inadvertently hit a woman. The Balashar is put there because only to Baal. Because he tried to kill another shor, or or to hurt another shor. Let's say this shor had a mind to damage the woman, was charging at the woman and caused her to miscarry. Is mashma mishalim to make the law this? In that case, she would pay. We learned earlier, says, even if the shor has a mind to hurt the woman, regardless of that, because the din of Vlodis is only a din for to give for a man who's mazik, a woman, uh, and that wears the mevalod to the give to the husband, but not a shor. Says the Balashar Naki, who are the in the Mishnah? The Mishnah does not mean to exclude when the Mishnah says the Shor hadn't tried to kick its fellow Shor. It didn't mean to exclude if he tried to kick a woman. Who are the in the Mishnah? Is only Aided Kabbalah Mishnah safer since the next case was Odom Shor Mishnah. 
And there, the Hochik Sif crowd, the Postuk is talking about that because the Kabosik says, if two people are fighting with each other, so that's the thing. But in truth, even if the Shor had in mind to damage the woman and cause the woman to miscarry, regardless of that, your potter, balasher, nucky, you don't pay for it to pay for this. The Hezekadisha, he'll have to pay, of course, but not to pay for the value of the Vladis. And what about a shor that kicks a shifcha and causes the shifcha to miscarry the vlada? Now, no, we're not talking a shifcha mishachreres. A shifcha. Do you have to pay for the for the? Do you have to pay the bala shor? Does he have to pay for the money or not? We said usually a shor knocks a Jewish woman and causes her to miscarry. You don't have to pay for the dmei vladis, right? Only a adamu does it. What about a shor who does it to a shivka? Who owns the value of the shivka? The master, not this. Do you have to pay or not? There's not a husband in play. It's not a husband. You do pay. My time, why? You know what you damage? You damage the shor. I, the shivka's baby is a baby. It's not a shor. It sounds like a vlad. No, the Omicro, the Pusik says by Eliezer, it's nothing more. The child is not, you don't look at it as a human. You look at it as a chamar. And of course, property. And a shor, that's the property of the other and has to pay the master for it. We learned the Snam, the Shili Pirkin. If, uh, if in a bar, I made a bar. We know a bar, you're Mechaev, not on Kalem and not on Adam. If I make a bar, I'm not Chaev on Kalem that break. We learned that yesterday. I'm not also Chaev on Adam that falls into the bar and gets damaged. So over there, we learn if an Eved or an Oma falls into a bar, we say Potter. We say it's Potter. Just now we said, what is a what is a Eved, They're They're nothing more than a Chamar. So if so, why do we say when an Eved falls into a bar, your Potter, you should be Chayev. Tosis says over here it's a different element. Over here, by the payment of the mevalodes, what does it say? It talks about giving it to the husband. So therefore, over here, since the shivcha, there's no element of a husband. There's only an element of master. So therefore, that miut of the chiyenokfu being only where there's a husband, that only applies in a case of a husband, not the case. So over here, we have this nice word, but by a word that doesn't apply, and to say mamish that an eved or omor shivcha is the chamor, that far we don't go, and that's that's not where we're going. Okay. Everybody on the Zoomer is okay. You're still quiet today. I don't know what happened. Everybody's wondering, is anybody on? Okay, we're 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 coasting. Okay, we are fascinated, good. just fascinated, just fascinated. Okay, that's good, uh, Michael. I'm happy at your young age. You're still fascinated uh, by stuff. Yes, definitely. What does it mean to mevelodis? So now the Gemara will get into an aspect like this. A woman, there's the concept of the value of the children that miscarried, the fetuses <laughs> that would be children that miscarried. There's a second aspect, a woman, and we'll learn in the Gemara, is a woman herself worth more when she's pregnant or worth less than when she's pregnant? How is a woman more mishubechas? So I guess it depends in the Rubinesque age or in, or in the age where they were looking. But there was a concept that a woman, the Gemara thought, there was, uh, Robbie. You were yeah. co- commenting on it. Oh, sorry. Okay. What so I, I don't know. I thought he was commenting on the Rubinesque age. So, so Al Kalpanim, there's a there's a shvach that the woman attains when when she's pregnant, which now because she miscarried, she lost that. Aside from the Dmei Velodes. so the Gemara says Dmei Velodes shvach. That's taka what the Gemara means. Kesad Meshalim Dmei Velodes. 
v'shvach belodesh. Shvach belodesh means how the woman is enhanced by the fact of her being pregnant. With one shot, we evaluate both things. We see how much a pregnant woman's worth pregnant with the fetuses compared to barren afterwards having miscarried. So both elements come into play. What both elements? Both the value of the of the future children and also the loss of the woman having the shvach that she had. It's we got to learn the Gemara. Let's learn. The Mishnah, next thing that we had learned in the Mishnah was that Rabbi Shim Gamliel says we evaluate the children on its own. How much are these fetuses worth? How much would you pay for the fetuses? Nothing to do with the, with the woman. This is the Tanakama Shitta. So the Machlokis Rishonim is the Tanakama arguing with Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel in the two aspects or the one aspect. We will see Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says a woman the other way around. She doesn't improve with pregnancy. She gets worth less with pregnancy. We'll learn in one minute. So the question is, the Machloikis Tosis and the other Rishonim and Rambam is, the Tanakama, does he hold, when I want to evaluate the children, I don't evaluate as the children on its own, because that's shit is from Shem Gamliel. I evaluate the children as part of the woman. How much was the woman worth before? How much is it worth now, Baron? In that is already encompassed the value of the children. And we learned before, you remember, by Nizik, that if we evaluate it separately, we would be hurting the Mazik because there's a higher value when you evaluate it separately and look at it. So the child is, what is Shittis Chacham? Did the Shittis Chacham mean on everything I evaluate it together or only like the Shvach of the woman? Let's go to Rabbi Shem Gamliel, we'll see. I'm Rabbi Shem Gamliel. Him came, Mishay Isha Yoldis, Mishabachas. And we didn't understand what Rabbi Shem Gamliel meant. My comer, what's he saying? Omer Abba Hocha Komer. What he's saying is like this. The Tanakam is saying a woman is worth more for herself when she's pregnant because she's more mishubach than later on. A woman's worth more. A woman's worth more after. And Rashi says why? Because when a woman's pregnant, you got to worry about maybe she's going to die in childbirth. And therefore, there's an element of risk involved. So since there's an element of risk, she's worth less than she's worth after. So what's Rav Shem Gamliel saying? If the way you're going to evaluate the damage is by evaluating before and after, the guy's going to get off scot-free because afterwards she's actually worth more than before because afterwards there's no element of skunna in it. Elos looked Rav Shem Gamliel, therefore, as he said in the Mishnah, we evaluate the fetuses separately, how much are, would somebody pay for these fetuses? And that's what you give to the husband. Nothing to do with the woman. Rav says no different. Rav says no. Rav Shemigamliel's masking with the Tanakama. A woman, when she's pregnant, is worth more than even though there's the, the thing. What does Rav Shem Gamliel mean? What he means is When we look at the woman, forget the children, the woman we said got enhanced, when she's pregnant, she's enhanced. Is that enhancement all attributable to the children that we should only give it to the husband? We agree the value of the children go to the husband. The Torah says that. But the woman also got an enhanced in value. Her enhancement of value, is it totally attributable to the children that we should give it to the husband? Or is part of it also herself? A woman, when she's pregnant from her own, she also becomes more mishubach with it. And if so, that money should not belong to the husband because that's already her own mishubachness, not from the kids. We have two elements to pay. One for the kids. To say that that one, we're going to evaluate for the kids. But one, the difference that she lost because she was worth more before. Because Rabbi says she was worth more before. So Rabbi Shem Gamliel Tainas, what made her worth more before? Only the kids? No, the kids. But also her nature, the nature of a, of a person, she's pregnant. Her body works differently. So that's not directly from the kids. 
the fetuses we evaluate the Nisim Labal. But the woman's appreciation when she was pregnant, since both of them contribute to it, the Vladis contributed to it, and the woman herself. So that's we split, and we give half to the woman and half to the husband. The Machloikis of the Tanakama and Rav Shimon Gamliel is who does the Shvach Melodis belong to? Tadakama says it all goes to the husband. We do an evaluation and we give it to the husband. And Shimon Gamliel says, hey, 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 this is a joint thing that the woman became. The Vlad and her, she doesn't contribute. Now we introduce another thing. Aside from the Dmei Velodis, there's also the Nezek to the woman. The woman got weaker now. By miscarrying, she got weaker. So there's a Dmei Nezek. Who do you pay that to? So that we'll learn already whether the husband or two-thirds, one-third, depending if it was Besaysa or Begoli, Tsar, which belongs to her. So those things you evaluated at home. Vishominus Avlodis, and then we evaluate the the babies, the fetuses on its own. We give to the husband. And the appreciation of the woman when she got pregnant, which now she lost, that we split. So Al-Kapanam, we have two ways to learn Rav Shem Gamliel. One way is Rav Shem Gamliel says, hey, a woman after birth is worth more than before birth, and therefore there's no issue of a shvach legabit a woman, because in fact she goes down in value. So the only thing to talk about is the Vladis, and therefore he says the Vladis we have to evaluate separately, or according to Rav, no, Shem Gamliel agrees with the Tanakhama. A woman's worth more pregnant than not pregnant. So there is an element of Shvach Velodis, the appreciation of the woman. But that we do separate from that, and that Shvach Velodis we're Cholkim. In one place, Rav Shem Gamliel seems to agree with Rabbah that a woman is worth more after the fact than before, than being pregnant. And in the second place, we say, no, Shvach Velodis Cholkim. It seems like she is worth more more being pregnant. At the first childbirth, when she's pregnant with the first child, she's worth less because the sakana of her dying in childbirth is greater. So she's worth less pregnant than not pregnant. So therefore, in that case, Rav Shem says there's no money related to Shvach Valadeis. The only issue is the May Valadeis and that we evaluate on its own. Masha Enki and the other Bryce of Rav Shem is by Eskan Sheinim Evakeras. It's the next childbirth, the second and third. At that stage, the woman is worth more pregnant than not pregnant because of that. The Achreinim are midden. Is that meaning that's interesting for the doctors over here? The, the doctors, the statistics over here, is it because a woman is l- the sakona of a second childbirth uh, to a woman is less than the sakona of a first childbirth? Or, or, so is it less? Or is it because this particular woman we see, in other words, the chances of death of a childbirth at you see, today we have statistics in those days, certain things, but today they have statistics and they run it. Is the or is the point because she didn't die at the first childbirth? We see this is the kind of woman that doesn't die in childbirth, so there's less coming. Two different ways. One way is to say every woman, the second childbirth is less yes. Mr. Khan than the first childbirth. The other way to look at it is what? Well, right. Or, or the other way to look at it is no, this woman, by virtue of the fact she survived one childbirth, we know she's a woman who's not prone to die in childbirth. Two different ways to look at it.
by well dropping right now and and if you want to take the paper of of uh of uh you know whatever of mcdonald's you're gonna even mcdonald's you're gonna pay a little you're gonna get a little more so there is a risk factor and the risk factor is what the gemara is talking about so what do you rather pay a woman who's rubinette but has the risk of of dying in childbirth or a woman who's not so rubinette but there's no risk Take your pick. Leah, Leah didn't feel that way. Leah felt that even after she had children, by Yehuda, she gave, she recognized that it's a miracle. So she didn't, she didn't think that that it was uh, granted. But all so first of all, the Pam Oida Hashem was not her surviving that. No, we are having the extra portion of that. No, Lucy, no, no. Lucy, the whole thing with Leah was she needed attention from Yaakov. She was her mindset was now he has to spend time with me. I have four of the twelve Shivatim. All right, you got it. Let's go further. Zuck the Gemara. Lama again Lennon because Mechel's gonna get disappointed in the Miami in my Miami quicker daffin if we don't do it. Okay. Zuck the Gemara Kamish Gers. Rabbonam da Amri Shvach Belodis Nami Labal. So now the Gemara says, so Akaponam, we have a Machloikis Rabbonam and Rabshim Gamliel according to this. According to Rabbonam, the appreciation of the woman herself also belongs to the husband, totally to the husband. Forget the Vlodis, the appreciation of the woman belongs to the husband. Rabshim Gamliel says, no, the Vlodis belong to the husband. The appreciation of the woman is a 50 50 split because they both contribute the Vlodis. And she herself contributed to that. Why? After all, that's not Shvach Velodis. The Pesach says, the Yelodis Labal, but not Simpliyum Labal. The Pesach says, that her children will go out. The Pesach says, she's pregnant. She's pregnant, and she'll lose the children. Once I, her children go out, once I know the children go out, I know she's pregnant. You don't have to tell me that. To tell you the Chiddush, the Shvach of pregnancy also belongs to the husband. Rav Shem Yomuil, I hara my darish bay. What does he do it? Mebayle and he's look at the sanir. Blaza biyankva imar leila min chayiv. Actually, kind of cares based on Ryan. A person to be chayiv to pay his mevelodis, he has to hit the woman in a place that is close to the proximity of the womb where it causes the damage. Amra papa loytame keneged based on Ryan mamish. Don't say it has to be mamish. At the at the pace of the womb, el kol heichid the solik be shichman levlat anywhere that that the vlad nurtures from there, where heat would come out to the vlad, meaning anywhere lafuki yad veregel deloy yad veregel is totally unrelated. That has no impact on that. So if a person hits a woman be yad veregel and she miscarries, then he's not mechayev to pay for the debevel of this. Okay, look tomorrow. Hoist the shifcha v'nistachra begiyoris. Uh, Potter, if she was a Shifcha and a Shtachra or a Giyaris, so we said the key thing is because the husband died and the husband has no surviving relatives, so it's a Dover Shal Hefker, so therefore the Balashur doesn't have to pay anybody. He says, I'm Zechim and a Hefker, right away the money I have to pay, correct? The Shaila the Gemara will be Nidin and the Nan, and the rest of our blood today will be about when did this happen? In other words, did this happen before or after? If when did the woman get kicked and she lost the babies? If it was while the husband was alive, so then clearly we understand very good because the husband gets entitled to the money right away, the, the kids. The husband dies. He's, so to speak, inheriting, he's leaving over an estate which is hefker of money. And since I'm the Balashar, I didn't pay out the money yet. I'm zeichet immediately. So that we understand very good. The question will be if the husband died, she was married to, to Ger, and the husband died before she lost the children. Now, afterwards, she lost the children. Now, is the guy off the hook, the Balashar, or not? In other words, do or not, what would be the two sudden? The sad will be, one sad would be, the Pusuk says that the Mevalot is to go to the Baal. There's no Baal. You don't have to pay, period. The second way would be, no, there's an element of that. The husband died. The woman now is carrying the baby. Now it's her baby. Before that, it's the husband. And now if the husband died before it happened, the guy has to pay the money to her. 
because it's her babies, and that there's no husband in the play to take away from her thing. Let's see the Gemara. That the damage happened, and she lost the babies while the ger was alive. And the ger died. The kibn the chavol Since the chavol happened, the ger the ger was already the money that the balasher owes him, even if the balasher didn't pay. The kibn the mesager as soon as the ger died, The guy who didn't pay yet, the balasher says, "Hey, it's Hefker. I'm the first one win it." But if the damage happened and the woman miscarried after the bang was after the girl died, the woman is in place of him. And the Balashar has to pay it because the woman then is the husband's out of the picture when already when it happened, it was already. Uh, you know, you're you're saying Rashi has an interesting Moradicha Bal Shmuazu Halazov Moradicha. The one who says this makes no sense. Are the children like a bag of cash? Rashi says that you pass it on. Okay, the guy died, so therefore now the children belong to her, and she gets the rights inherent in it. If there's a husband around, then the Torah okay. says, you got to pay. If there's no husband in the picture, the guy is off the hook, period. Because this is not a right. So the key thing, the way to train him, and we're going to see in the Gemara, I'm just showing him to learn. There's two ways to understand what happened over here. One way to understand is the Torah looks at the Vlodis as belonging to the husband as they are the husbands. And therefore, if it's my possession, if the husband dies, the woman can get it over because she got it over. Or, no, the husband never owed it. It's the truth the Torah gave a husband. Not that you own it. I gave the husband that if a person knocks out, makes a woman miscarry, you owe the husband the money of the children. Not that the husband owns the children. It's like you were mazik his thing and therefore you got to pay him. Because if he's mazik his thing, you're right, you yes, can pass it on to the next thing. But rather, no. Rav Chizdetainas, it's his chus the Torah gave the husband. Husband dies, there's nobody who has the chus. The woman can't inherit the chus. That, the past is the way to learn the machloikas of Rabbi Rav Chizdet over here. The problem with that is the Gemara before discussed about the shvach velodis. The woman gets enhanced by the fact of the blood. Uh, what a woman doesn't yash it. Yes, husband. in a case where there's no, no, she doesn't have to yash. Yes, well, I don't understand. The, the husband dies. Who do the children belong to? The point, yeah, who they belong to. That's rabbit. Rav Chizda says, listen, it's not the children are their own beings. What do you think? You own your children, Lucy? That's a problem. You don't own your children. Go to the woke society we live in today. Your child is barely walking. He can say you're abusing him already. That you you know what? You asked him not to touch the fire. You don't own your children. Look at the Loshna Gemara. Look at Rashi. Let's learn at Rashi. Shroreninu. Are they money? That it's to say you're how, how, how could you say that? How could you say that? If you're obligated as a parent until the age of six to give them room and food, exactly. And them, exactly. Uh, I, I, I don't understand what one has to do with uh, the it, other. Like, sorry. It, 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 if you sorry. have to feed that, them, then you're responsible that, for them. Exactly sorry, the same double thing, standard. Joey. Double standard. Joey, exactly. Joey, exactly the same thing. You're obligated to take care of your child until the age of six. Very good. In fact, later on, but okay, not the same way. That obligation is just like the tzchus over here. Not because you own the child, but because that's your obligation. And in the same way, the Torah says, I'm giving the husband of this woman money, not because he owns the children. It's the tzchus he has, but only he has it. Nobody else has it. Getting an answer, how does that come into play? Oh, so why did I bring this up? Because here's the problem. We learned the pshat in the Gemara about shvach, the woman gets enhanced. And we said half of that goes to the husband, half of that goes to the thing. If... He improved her. Half, half. No, 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 no. You pay the extra in addition. She's worth $1,000, she's worth $1,200. You're talking the Gemara before? 
you're talking to Gemara before. Wait, one minute, let me tell you my point to the Shvach Velodes. I didn't get to the Shvach Velodes. The Shvach Velodes, what did we say before? That a woman, when she's pregnant, is worth more than when she's not pregnant. And therefore, when, when this guy kills the babies and causes her to miscarry, he has to pay her for the babies. And he has to also pay her for the enhancement of the woman. And how does he pay that enhancement of the woman? 50-50. 50 for the husband, 50 for the for the woman, correct? What do you mean? For improvement. Not improvement. What do you mean? You, you lost the improvement. That's that has nothing to do with what I'm saying. That was the Gemara before. The woman was pregnant. She was worth now forgetting the baby. She was worth now a thousand bucks as a shikha. People like buying a Rubenesque woman. Now you cause her to miscarry. She's not a pregnant woman. People pay only eight hundred bucks. How much is the loss? Two hundred bucks. Who do you pay that two hundred dollars to? Zuk Tanakama says you pay it totally to the Baal. Shem Gamliel says you pay it half half. If I say that the Dmei Velada is only a schus that the husband has, it's not a, a that he owns it and therefore the byproduct of it comes to him. It's only a schus. What Shaykh to say that her appreciation should go to the husband? If I say it's his money, so I say my money, my my property was Mishabach, so you owe me the money. If not, no, eh, talk about it, but not so difficult. They say that's part of the main ones. Okay, Zuck Tigamar. I'm saying there's a loss. It was a loss. That's an yeah, a loss. That's what we're paying. Why did we call that the Shvach? And then... Because Shvach Velodis, because what caused her to be, what caused her to be Rubinette? The babies. So who gets the money of, of the loss of her appreciation? The baby's money goes to the husband. So when she becomes Rubinette because of that, so the Tanakhama says, horror. She was the Isha Hara. She was pregnant. The Pasuk says, even her becoming a Rubenesque, the benefit she had and the loss she now has also goes to the husband. And there are Shem Gamliel says, no, who caused her to be Rubenesque? Not only the babies, also her own system caused her to, and therefore, okay, something about We have this Machloikis. Uh, so Rabbi says this Chiddush, it's only Shechobo B'chaya Ger. But La'afra Ger not. Fregimar Meitzvah, right? Hikos the Isha V'yotza Yoladeo. If he hit the woman, Noisim Nezek V'tzar L'Isha, V'dmei V'lodo Yisla Baal. Eina Baal, Noisim L'Yorsha. Eina Isha, the woman's not around, Noisim L'Yorsha. Hoisa Shivcha V'nishtachra Giyores, and there's no husband around to be. Zoche Yizoche. Who did the Gemara think is Zoyche in this case? He, the Gemara thought that the Baal Ashur, the owner of the Shur, is Zoyche. In other words, he doesn't have to pay. And the Gemara thought, what are we talking about? That this bang happened only after he had died. The Vuzdaf Rabbi, the bang happens after you die. You don't have the element of this. You see over here, you do. Is that right? To Rabbi, not to Zoyche. Amre, umia difim masnisen. Is that right to Rabbi? Is this better than the Mishnah? The Kimna in the Mishnah we said that it happened only while the damage happened while the Ger was alive. Who tells you over there that the bang happened afterwards? The reason why he was another thing is I could say in fact top of in fact this happened after the misager I if it happened after the misager we said according to according to um Rabbi, you should have to pay he shouldn't be because after the misager the woman gets gets the the benefit and you should say not the balasher was the money rather she the balasher has to pay her so Taisa says, beautiful, the ain magia brisa. You don't have to change the Loshna Brisa to say, because the Brisa says Zoho. It doesn't say Zohto. And now you're saying it's her, not him. The Brisa is saying Zoho, whoever's the right. In other words, if it happened to Chayager, then he's Zoho because he inherits it. If it happened at, if it happened after the Ger died already, then she's the one who's Zoycha, because according to Rabbi, it automatically goes to her. This is Rabbi Again, if the if she miscarried after the Ger died, 
does she get the money? The Balashar has to pay her the money or doesn't have to? Rabbi says, yes, you got to pay her the money because then she gets the husband's chusim. And Rechizda says, no, no, it's a one time to the husband. Let me continue. It says clearly, if the ger is still alive, you give it to the ger. Lachem is the ger. If the ger died, tana chada chayev. The tana chada potter. My love, don't you think tanon? You know that that is the machlokes of tanon. Clearly, the machlokes that if the chavul happened after the ger died, does the wife get it or does the guy keep? Rabbi is the one who said that the woman gets it and the guy has to pay to the woman the money. That is clearly Tanon because one Tana says Potter. And according to Rabbi, if the damage happened after uh, the Ger died, you're Chayev to pay. So it's Vada Tana. But according to Rabchizda, that says that you're Potter, even in that case, he's Potter to pay because the terror was only Mazdaket to the husband. Should we say it's a Tanoi? Or maybe we have a way out to say even the guy who says Chayev could also fit with Rav Chizda, even the one who says Chayev. Why? Because one of them is Shittis Rabbanan, and then one of them is Shittis Rabbanan. So Rabbanan say uh, the one way, and according to Rav Shem Gamliel, Rav Shem Gamliel was the one who said that this. Both Tanom agree with me. The bay Velodis, the payment for the children, the fetuses, Potter. Why? Because the guy died before the this came into play, and there's no din that a woman inherits or gets it. I one of the Mandomers says, we're only talking about the we're not talking about the May Valadis. The May Valadis is gone. The question is, what about the woman's depreciation from pregnancy to not pregnancy? So Chayev is a little A woman splits according to the Tanakama, who gets the money of the Shvach of the woman? The husband gets. The husband's dead already. So the Balashur is scot free, doesn't have to pay anything. The other Mandomer holds like Rav Shem Gamliel, who gets the money of the, her appreciation or depreciation, I'm saying with that, she gets 50% of it. That 50%, you got to give her. So that's what it means. Chai of that 50%. Preg Gamliel, if we're talking about Rav Shem Gamliel, my area lachamisa, why are you talking only lachamisa if the if the thing happened not for misa? I feel nami is Even if the ger was still alive, when he damaged and the the woman miscarried, even so, normally we say zocha the the balasher zocha because the girl left over no inheritance. But that works except for the palga of the shvach of the woman, because the palga the shvach of the woman we said always belongs to her according to Shem Gamliel. So Gemara, you're right. What he means though is like this: mechayim is palga. If she he, it happened while the girl was alive. Then she only gets half. Why? Because half goes to the ger, and the ger then died. So this guy is from this. But after death, Hula, she, she will get all of it. Because now, we'll say why. Or another thing, both the Tana who says Chayib and the one who says Potter, both of them are Abshim Gamliel. Kam Bishwach the depreciation of the woman herself, that chayev you have to pay because that anyway half belonged to her. When he says potter, he means the value of the vlodes because it goes according to Rabchizda. And according to Rabchizda, the vlodes, you're always potter even if it happened after the husband died. So now the Gemara asked like this. It's seemingly we said that once the, hus- once the husband died, even if it happened after the, the miscarry happened after the husband died, the bang, we say she gets the full 100% of her shvach thing. Why? I, she would have only gotten 50% if the husband was alive, the husband. Since the husband died, she carries that other 50% and she gets it. So the Gemara says, if you say that, why don't I say that like about the, the Vlodis also? Before that, Rav Chizda this is not a cash and carry business. You can't take this chusim from one to the other. So the Gemara understood 
Okay, we get that. But now if you're saying this 50% of the shvach of the woman, which would have gone to the husband, we don't say zocha that this guy, the Baal zocha, and we say he has to pay her all, because we said kula. Once it transfers over, why don't we say that Mabel others also transfer over? Break the Gemara. From the fact that we said by Shvach it transfers to the woman, we should say the same thing with And since Rab Gamliel says even the half she was not entitled to had he been alive, nevertheless, she gets it when he dies. So then the Rabbanon should also hold like that by the Mevelodis. No. The shvach that she depreciates, her body's valuation, that she had a shaykhis with always, even if the bow was around, all, half was always hers. So therefore, we roll the other half to her if the husband dies. One minute. But the kula, one minute. Amrit, look, shvach velodis, the shaykhi yoda begavayu. When the husband dies, she's all of it because she already has a hand in it. The Mevalodis, but the value of the fetus, the We never find that she has any part in that had had the husband. We don't roll it over. Yes. What were you gonna say? No, you wanted to say? Well, you're, Good. Not, you're not rolling, it's staying. No, because no, 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 she no, she would have gotten a half, and now she's getting a whole. No, because there's nobody to give it to. No, that so then the guy What do you do with Mevalodis? There's nobody to give it to. I heard so it goes it goes to the the guy is Zeichem and Afker. So why not that half year Zeichem and Afker? So the Gemara because he has it in his hand. Right, so he has. No, she. What do you mean? What does she have? What do you mean? She doesn't have the money. This guy has to pay her the money for her depreciation. Okay. What? And and what? On what basis is she actually? No. On what basis? The damage was done. It's her body. It is her body. No. You today tried to tell a woman that it's not her body. Lucy, I want to hear you have something to say about that at home about that. You're being taped. They know already. When it really gets off color, we turn, we pause record. We're going to learn till the Mishnah very quickly. We said a Ger dies. He has no inheritors. It's Efker. Whoever gets it, gets it first, gets it first. What about the, the, the Ger has, and Rashi learns, I have IOU notes. The, the Ger has IOU notes. People take it, the I have IOU notes. But Rashi says not an IOU notes. Rashi says, I have a shibber on a karka. I have a paper that I have a lean on, on that karka. Now, I go and I grab the star from the Ger. Yeah, Ger died. At the same time, I know it's Hefker. I'm a Tamat Chuchim and a Hebrew Kedisha. And I take the star. So what's the point? The karka for sure I'm not getting because the karka I didn't was mastic. So the karka I'm not getting. The question is, can I keep that paper or not? At least the paper. When I grab the star, I'm not thinking about the paper. I really want the property that's under the leaf. The land I'm not getting because I'm, I didn't make a chazoka to be kind of from Hefka. I got to be kind of the karka, not the paper. And therefore, I don't even get the piece of paper. Why? The lava died to I'm not thinking about the piece of paper. What I really want is the land. I wasn't such a Talmud Chacham, and I didn't realize. But Dilmore maybe died to I also have in mind. Amalei said, What's he going to do with this paper? What are you saying he has in mind the paper? To stop it? To use it as a stopper? Yeah, yes, that's what he has in mind. To use it as a stopper for the paper. So is he kind of the paper or is he not kind of the paper? Omer Rabbah, that's the Shaila. The Gemara is not Peshat the Abaya. The Rambam brings La Locha. Yeah, you're not kind of the Kaka, of course yeah, not, because you didn't the Chazaka, but you're, you're kind of the piece of paper as a, as a stopper. You can have it as a stopper. Omer. In other words, it has no value for uh, 
That wasn't the Gemara's kasha. The Gemara's kasha wasn't whether it's worth the shove of pruta or not. I have to get into that. Did he have in mind at all to 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 yeah, be on the kaka has nothing. The karka has nothing because it didn't do chazaka to be kinda how you kind of the karka. Like kind of the paper is nothing. The paper, like the shibud, the, the gear died, so that's gone. So you have to make a kinyan in the karka to be kind of. He didn't do that. Omrava, Mashkinash Yisrael Biyad Ger. What a different story. I have a Mashkin of Yisrael that's Biyad Ger. The Mesager and the Ger Nai died. Ubo Yisrael Acher Behechzik Boy. And now another Yisrael comes into Ger's house and he grabs this Mashkin that the Yisrael had there. He doesn't get to keep it. My Tame. Kim the Mesla Ger. The second the Ger died, before this guy grabbed the Mashkin, Pokalay Shibudoy. The Shibud. That I owed the gear a hundred dollars, and therefore he was able to keep my maskin. The minute the gear died, that shibud went away, and therefore the maskin belongs to me. So it's not the gears, you can't take it away. What about the other way around? Maskin of Shagir Yisrael. The maskin of a gear is Biyad Yisrael, Umeshagir. This guy, the gear owes the Yisrael a hundred dollars, and he gave him a maskin. And then the boy Yisrael, and another Yisrael comes and takes the mashkin the girl left there. The guy who was the Malva, he retains the value of the mashkin as far as his loan, because the girl dies doesn't mean he does. the state doesn't owe me the money, still owes me the money. So that's within the mashkin I had. And the other guy is kind of the rest. The guy who grabbed it, the rest, there's additional value. Break the Gemara. Lucy, I see you're still busy with that story with the woman's body. Yes, if she's kind of the husband, guy, move on. You know, you gotta move on. every you gotta move on. Why is the other guy kind of the rest of the mashkin? The mashkin is in my property. We know Adam is kinda. So the minute the gear dies, yes, the mushrooms were 200 bucks and the gear only owed me 100 bucks, but my chutzr is kinda the full chafet. So why, if you come later, you take it? So why not? That the owner of the chutzr is not in town. When do I say the chutzr is town? the day when he's in town, the that if he wanted, he could make a Maisekinian come here like Katsera. The Chotzer is kind of for him, even Shlomidata, but the day when he's not in town, the boy who since he's not in town, he come. The Hilchese, the Alochi is the lesser Bachatsera, the Loikana, and the Alochi is Take. He's not in his chutzur, he's not kind of with it, and therefore he wouldn't be kind. Everybody uh, have a wonderful day. Let me just stop to you all. Let me stop the recording first so it doesn't look like there's too many minutes. And now, Joey, you can give me a